Blog Talk. We've all heard that if you could win the morning, you could win the day. One of the ways to doing that is to create regular rituals and routines so you don't have to think about what you need to do. And if you could set up routines and habits, especially early in the day, you could benefit from the science momentum and create positive momentum as opposed to being reactive, like how a lot of people do. They, they pick up their phone the first thing and they start reacting and driving distraction and, and reaction as opposed to proactively spending time with self-care and self-love and having a vision and a direction for your day. So let's get into it. Now, as I jump into this again, this is my ideal day. So sometimes I can't do all of this, but I can do as many as I can. So the first thing I do when I wake up is I recall my dreams. When you're dreaming is that you're actually processing and integrating and working on solutions, your subconscious mind, to the things that you're focusing on during the daytime. But most people forget their dreams. After that, I get out of bed and I make the bed. Okay, and now this is something that is obvious that most of you do, but if you don't do it, take two minutes and make your bed because that's a success habit, right? If we're talking about positive momentum, the science momentum, getting things done, checking things off, doing it with excellence, then make your bed. It's worth the one or two minutes because, again, how you do anything is how you do everything. And to have a good check uh, mark on something like making your bed is very powerful because it teaches you to be able to do something really well and excellent like they do in the military. And the other benefit is when you come back at the end of the day, you come back to success. You come back to your bed already made. After that, what I'll do is I'll go into the kitchen and I'll have a tall glass of water because you know we, we use a lot of water and most of us are very dehydrated at night. Uh, I'll take my supplements there. I, I take my probiotics, which is the big one, because your gut is your second brain. We talk about quick brain, you know, being your your brain in your head, but you also have incredible amount of nerve cells in your gut. And so I want to make sure that's being fed and, and healthy, so I take my probiotics. Um, then what I do is I do my breathing, right? I'm thinking about the things I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on here. I'm thinking about excellence. I'm thinking about hydration. I'm thinking about oxygen. Whatever your breathing technique is, I focus on breathing. So whether it's box breathing or alpha breathing, um, whether it's Wim Hof's method, I do a breathing technique because I want to fully oxygenate my body and you know my brain, which is possibly part of my body also as well. And maybe we could do another episode dedicated towards that. I do my meditation in the morning and also later in the afternoon or evening, sometimes before I go to bed, but I always do an early morning meditation. I do it for about 20 minutes. Mindfulness is so important, so I want to have a clear mind as I enter the day, and so meditation puts me in that space. 15, 20 minutes, some of you use Headspace app, Um, some of you use the Muse device, use some kind of technology. Um, I meditate then. From there, I do one or two minutes of just movement. And this could be different. It could be calisthenics, it could be burpees, but I just want to get into my body after I meditate. Um, And so I move it, my body, pretty intensely for a couple minutes. And if I'm in a hotel room, maybe I'm just doing jumping jacks, but I'm basically, or I'm doing crunches for two minutes straight. I'm just waking up my body. That is not my exercise for the day. It's just for me to get my heart rate uh, beating and getting some movement and in my body. From there, I take a shower, and I, it's cold shower, and I do believe in cold therapy. It works for me. It helps me to reset my nervous system. Ice baths are, are very powerful because it helps. Like if you hit your knee, you put uh, ice on it to reduce swelling and inflammation. This cold therapy is a very powerful way of resetting your, uh, your nervous system and reducing inflammation. So I take a cold shower. When I get out, I go through my normal routine, right, of 
shaving and, and brush my teeth, all that good stuff. Um, then I, I make a tea, and my favorite tea is like a brain tea. You know, it's a, it's a combination of goat cola, ginkgo, lion's mane, some MCT oil, and some other gems. Um, as I go through it, I sip my tea, and that's where I write my journal. And I'm a big believer in journaling. I've been doing it since I've been in college, and. I feel like some of the most amazing thinkers of our time and in, in history, they, they journal and they keep diaries. I mean, you think about Edison, Einstein, uh, Da Vinci, I mean, the, their journals are, are, are priceless, right? Um, from there, uh, right from journaling since I'm writing, and I like writing. Um, there's a lot of studies saying that handwriting is better than actually typing. Then, since I'm writing already, I'm going to my to-do list. And we all have an ongoing, most of us have an ongoing to-do list of things that we need to get done. For me, the big thing is I just want to be able to accomplish uh, as a total win three things for work and three things personally. And they don't have to be all epic big things, but I just feel like that if I could get three of my work goals done on my to-do list and three of my personal things to do, then it's been a great day. And um, you know, it's kind of like my friend Clay Bear talks about a champagne moment. It's like your champagne moment when you're looking back at the end of the day saying, yes, today was a great day. Today I crushed it. Today I won. And um, in addition to my to-do list, um, I also have a list, a uh, to-feel list, um, because I feel like we are, a lot of our, uh, who we are is our states and emotions, and I think I don't want it to be just where I happen to feel a certain way by accident, but by design. It's the metaphor I always talk about, the difference between a thermometer and a thermostat. A thermometer reacts to the environment, and I feel like sometimes if I act like a thermometer, I'm just going to react to everything that's going on in my world, and I just might have a, some good positive states as opposed to being a thermostat where I set in advance a standard, a goal, you know, my, for my to-feel list, certain feelings I want to feel throughout the day so I can design it that way, to feel love, to feel curious, to feel bewilderment, right, connection, uh, gratitude. Um, I also have, besides a to-do list and a to-feel list, I also look at my to-be list, like who do I want to be today? And, you know, do I want to be a good partner? Do I want to be a good friend and a good, um, a good leader, a good teacher, a good coach? I feel into what I want to be that day. Because it's not just about, you know, we're not, a, it's kind of cliche, but there's a truth to it. We're not, we're not human doings, right? We're human beings. So who do I want to be today? Um, from there, if I have time, I will, and I'll make time for the things that are most important, is I read. I read for about 20, 30 minutes. So after my, I do my reading, then I go and I, um, I make my brain smoothie, brain berries, which are your blueberries and avocado and your leafy vegetables um, and water and everything. And when I'm done with that smoothie, I go through my brain training in uh, one of our quick learning online programs at quicklearning.com. We have an online speed reading course, online memory course, uh, thinking course, academic success course. That's where I do my, my brain training. And I like to do it in the morning because um, I want to jumpstart my brain, my mind, if you will, um, and also my body. And that's the, the goal for me, that focusing in the morning. Um, so after I do certain brain trainings, um, which are all in our programs, then I really start my day. Raising Independent Thinkers. This show is a space for families who are homeschooling or thinking about homeschooling. 
We'll explore alternative teaching methods, federal and state homeschooling laws, and most importantly, this show is a platform where families can inspire one another on how to raise independent thinkers. I'm your host, Bathsheba Omani, Montessori educator, homeschooling consultant, owner of Homeschool Guide LLC, and mother of two. Let's get started. Good evening, everyone. Um, hope you're all well. Today is Sunday, November the 22nd, 2020, and this is the Raising Independent Thinker Show. I'm your host, Beth Sheba. So today's topic is all about creating routines that work. Last week, I touched on the topic a little bit, and this week, I wanted to expand on it a little bit more. So as a kid... I was raised in a children's home in Yonkers, New York. So between the ages of 7 to 12 years old, me and my younger sister lived in a a cottage with all girls. And one thing that stands out when I think about that experience is that it gave my life structure at the time. So every morning we would wake up at the same time, we would bathe, get dressed, and one of us um, was responsible for ringing the bell for breakfast, you know, which was this cowbell that we had to ring. There were about 16 to 18 girls, all different ages. And before eating, we all stood behind our chairs waiting for everyone to arrive. And then we would say our grace together, which I, I can still remember. It was, come Lord Jesus, be our guest. Let this food to us be blessed. Amen. Um, And, you know, I said that grace every day for five years of my childhood. (laughs) And we all sat down after saying grace and waited for our table to be called to get our food, which was the spread, you know, sort of buffet style. And after eating, we had to ask to be excused. We couldn't just get up. So when I think about that experience of my childhood, You know, my days were very, very structured, um, very similar to a boarding school. And it's funny because I didn't plan on talking about this until today. But when I think about structure, daily routines, and rituals, I instantly go back to my childhood. So as an adult, I actually appreciate that period of life where there was consistency Because I think if I didn't have that, I wouldn't be as focused as I am today. Routines and rituals play a major role in our lives. They give us a sense of purpose and accomplishment. It's also important for our mental health. You know, at times, like some people, I enjoy moments of surprise and being spontaneous. But for the most part, I feel more comfortable when I have a plan and routine, where I know what to expect. Even when things don't go the way we plan, you know, sometimes things happen beyond our control, but it's good to at least have an intention on how our day will go. So setting consistent routines and rituals um, have been an ongoing goal throughout my adult life. 
you know, ever since I moved into my new home, I've been working hard on creating new routines for myself and my family. And over the years, I found that when you have that major change that happens in your life, like a move or a new baby or even a new relationship, most likely you need to revisit your routines and possibly change some things. So that's what I'm finding myself um, focusing on now. And because I'm doing more traveling and also working from home, as well as assisting my children, I feel that I need to work hard on setting those routines because no one else is going to set them for me. And for you homeschooling families out there, be mindful that you are the only one that can set routines for your family. You know them the best. And I think it would have been easier for uh, for many of us if we would have learned the skill at an earlier age. It's all about time management, really, which is a skill that needs to be continually, you know, continuously practiced. So every single day, um, I have a routine where I ask my children, "What is your plan for today? What are you doing first? And I love how Jim Quick, who's the the speaker in the video that I played, the Billion Dollar Morning Routine, he talked about having three work goals and three personal goals. And I think I'm actually going to try to incorporate that into my day. Um, I don't know about any of you, but I tend to focus more on my work, my kids, my relationship than on me personally. So having that balance where you're taking more time or, you know, you're taking an equal amount of time for yourself is just as important. And I'm talking to myself when I say that. So I decided to play that clip. And, you know, I always find it interesting that most successful people have specific habits and are, for um, for the most part, very disciplined when it comes to their daily routines. So I shared a quote last week, um, and I'll share it again today. I'm not really sure who, who the author is, but it says, success isn't always about greatness, but instead it's about consistency. Consistent hard work leads to success. And I believe that um, when we're not consistent about our intentions, we become aimless and lacking in direction. So being consistent is something we need to practice each and every day. So with homeschooling and working with children, um, consistency does matter. It is crucial to the success of your child learning. And it obviously has, you know, benefits to their academics. But routines give children a sense of accomplishment, create structure, and like I said before, it helps maintain their their mental health. So as I mentioned earlier, things don't always happen, you know, the way we want them to. Especially with children, things may change depending on the the day, right? Someone might get sick, um, the washer machine might stop working, the the internet might go out, like that happened to me last week. Um, unexpected things do happen. So I find that working on routines and rituals are better than trying to follow a strict, fixed schedule. 
um, when I taught in the classroom, I taught younger ones, and it was important to have that consistent routine for the children because it allowed for smooth transitions from doing one activity to the next, and it helped them to understand what was coming next. And after some time of having those consistent routines, it actually allowed the children to be able to manage their own time independently. And this was always my main goal in the classroom. So, for example, if the timer went off or if they heard um, the chimes that I would play, because I usually would play chimes right before we would go outside, um, and it got to the point where their internal clock knew when it was time to go outside. And I would actually have a child play the chimes, so then they became responsible. So the only times that I suggest you do set a time is at the beginning and the end of each day. So um, I think by setting a time to start your start homeschooling, you are making it a priority. And by setting an, an end time, it gives you a chance to recharge and your child a chance to recharge and focus on other things. So when thinking about starting our day, it's important to follow you and your child's internal sense of order. And every one of us has a natural internal sense of order which is characterized by a desire for consistency and repetition. So we all start with this desire. When my daughter was younger, um, she would go to bed every single night around 8 o'clock. You know, no matter if we were traveling or not, um, that was her internal clock. And as parents, we can help assist in normalizing our children's internal time which is actually called um, circadian rhythms. So if you, if you want to join in on the conversation, please call in. Um, the number is 425-569-5169 and press the number one um, or write down your questions if you need to and then I will get to you. Okay, so as a busy parent, um, it's important to understand that you're not only creating routines for your your children, but you need them for yourself as well. So the first thing that I suggest is to figure out what your morning, afternoon, and evening routine should should be. I like to wake up at least an hour before my kids do, um, just so that I have time to do things for myself. Remember, it's important to have that personal time. Then um, then I tend to work in blocks of time, which, and what I mean by this is there's a morning block, an afternoon block, and I find whatever the child, whatever the child's age is, it's so much easier to help manage their school day in, in working with blocks. Um, for consistency, try to follow certain subjects in the same order each day. Make sure that the child is organized. Having their supplies and resources all in one place is always helpful. And this makes it a lot easier to get started because you're not, you know, searching 
all around the house for stuff. And it's always good to have um, choices, you know, per subject. So, for example, if you are working, if you have an older child and their morning might consist of math, science, and language, um, so that block of time might be two to four hours, depending on how early you start your day. So within each subject, you might have a hands-on project, a computer activity, or possibly some reading. And within each exercise, there should be at least three choices that um, your child can choose from. Of course, depending on your child. So maybe your three choices, um, there's three choices of books, there's three choices of online lessons, or three choices of hands-on projects. The only um, way our children are going to become independent thinkers is if we give them the opportunity where they can actually think for themselves and make choices for themselves. So the second thing is having a plan for the day. You know, establish a routine with your child. Like I mentioned before, have a meeting time, whether that's during breakfast, after breakfast, or before breakfast, but have a time where you and your child can sit down and talk about your goals for the day. Which subjects are they starting with? Are they finishing um, up a project that they were working on the day before? So even for younger children, you can do this. So for example, you may have math, reading, and movement in the morning. You might want to give them a choice on what they're going to work on first, what, you know, what are they working on second. Um, and again, you can give them choices, but depending on the child, you may want to limit the amount of choices depending if they can handle making those choices for themselves. Um, because, you know, some children do need help with that. If you give them choices, they um, they want to choose something different. So for some children, um, for other children, they can handle more choices. So it just really all depends on um, how responsible your child is. And I also suggest that you don't try to do every subject or try to um, do too much in one day. So, for example, when teaching language arts, you have multiple areas there within the subject. Uh, you have spelling, writing, grammar, literature, reading, handwriting. So your child might not be able to learn um, it all in one day. But these can be a part of the choice that your child needs to make. So the conversation might go, you know, for language arts, would you like to focus on grammar, reading, or handwriting? There you're giving them three choices. And again, give them the opportunity to actually make the choice. And then um, you can rotate those choices so that all the areas are learned throughout the week. So as far as um, organization, I know for myself, I like to see things written down, whether that's on my phone or in a calendar. You know, everyone is different. But for younger children, I would suggest creating some sort of plan together that's visual. Um, I think when children can become a part of the learning process and they can see it, 
they can take more accountability for it. So even a child that's not able to read, you can create some somewhat of a picture schedule that shows um, what they're doing in order, um, the sequence of the the events that they're doing um, during their homeschool day. Make sure that when organizing your routine that you make priorities known. So it's a priority, especially for younger children, to take a nap. You know, it's a priority for families to eat. So working around, working the the routines around those priorities is important when thinking about um, your family and your family's needs. Or you might want to choose, um, you might want to do something different. You might want to choose a specific day where you and your family focus on chores or um, a specific day where you are focused on preparing um, food prep for the week. You know, I've done that in the past. So it just, it depends. I think setting routines and rituals also depends on um, what what works best for you. And lastly, um, it's important to make a plan. So once you have your blocks in place, you start filling in um, the subjects that you know, the, what subjects you're going to be teaching. Think about what naturally goes together for your family. So you might have your child doing, you know, their handwriting and reading while you're getting dinner prepared or doing laundry. Also, think about um, what rituals may work. So maybe having a timer um, after each block or right before lunch Usually if I use something like that, I will always give the child a few minutes to stop what they're focusing, like stop what they're focused on. Um, So when the bell goes off or the timer goes off, you have five more minutes before lunch or dinner or even bath time or, or bedtime. Another good ritual could be sitting and eating meals together. You know, maybe taking turns to set the table or clearing the table. Um, Okay, so since um, I don't see any callers um, calling in or anyone having any questions, I'll end here. Um, It's important to experiment with what you imagine might work for your family. Um, Remember, you are the one that knows best. And if you need help, I do assist families in creating a more personalized plan of routines for their homeschool. Just go to my website, home-schoolguide.com, and you can click... um, a 30-minute consultation, and that will include me answering any specific questions you might have about homeschooling, developing a plan that supports your goals as a family, and creating a list of um, routines that you can follow. So I think I have a someone um, has a question. 
Okay. 
Right, yeah. right. What do you think about um, consistency? <laughs> well, you know, consistency sometimes is important it's hard to be consistent. Yeah, it can be because we're pra- we're programmed not to be consistent. You know, well, well, we programmed ourselves because if you just look at if you're a person who watches television, a lot of that stuff on television is no consistency to it. It jumps from one thing to the next without any real direction. So a lot of people are programmed to be inconsistent. That's what's consistent in their life. You know, uh-huh. not sticking to a task until it's completed. You know. Right, right. So, you know, they might get, you know, maybe some people want to start a business, right? Or even let's just deal with homeschooling. They want to homeschool mm-hmm. the child. They're hype about it. They want to do it, but then they see that this is an everyday routine. This is just not a one day on or two days off. And then right, they get absolutely. Crazy, and they don't want to do that. So they'd rather right. give that to someone else to do. So they send the child to school. Right. And doing right. themselves. That's probably a big hindrance for people doing homeschooling that they don't want to be responsible for being consistent. So they give the responsibility over to someone else. But I think if a parent does the homeschooling, it would teach them how to be consistent in their life, personally. That's true. It's it's a learning lesson for both of them. Both of them, they'll get to learn how to educate their child properly, and they're learning something from being consistent. That's true because when I started started teaching, um, I had to follow, you know, the certain routines and um, I had to follow a certain schedule, but it actually helped me in my own life to be more consistent. Right. So that's actually true. Right. But the... See, you did it under the guideline of a job, right, where they said this is what you need to do. So mm-hmm. people doing that on their own is hard because now you don't have yeah. anybody telling you <laughs> what to do. You have to tell right. them that's, what to do. That's what I was yeah. talking about earlier. Like, you know, it, it, for me right now that I'm working from home and um, I have a different schedule now that I'm not, a, a teacher in the classroom, I have to work even harder to focus right. on my routines and being consistent. I feel like I have to work even harder. Right, because you got to fill in all the empty time for yourself, right? You just tell it. But see, that's where we're programmed to listen to other people tell us what to do. But if mm-hmm. you really want to be successful and be in charge of your prosperity, you have to be able to have the discipline to tell yourself to be consistent with controlling your time and your schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I you, agree. Can, you never reach high success without doing that. You know? Right. Like someone called me and said, hey, I want you to do a seminar. This was like two weeks ago. So I was supposed to do the seminar. Not this today, but the weekend before, but it, it didn't work out. So he calls me mm-hmm. on Monday, I think, and said, hey, can you do it this Sunday? Now, what if I was the type of person 
who was like, oh, I don't feel like going, driving, or doing whatever, short notice, and I made all these excuses. Right. I would have lost out on a big opportunity because although me and the guy talk, his name is Tony Smith, although we mm-hmm. talk, I really didn't understand the scope of what I was walking into, right? Mm-hmm. I was actually going to speak to a church, a whole congregation. I didn't realize that. I you know, a few guys, you know, here and then. I'm, I'm in a church doing my seminar. And I didn't realize that oh, until wow. today when I got there. Okay. This whole congregation was there just about, you know. Oh, okay. You know. Okay. Right. So, you know, it was, so you so, were actually teaching members of the church. Right. At, at, yes. The oh. whole church. Yes. It wasn't oh, just a group okay. of guys. That that were friends and they got together. That's what that's what I thought I was doing. Okay. But okay. I get there. It's his his wife, his son, the other members of the church, and people who are own businesses. Like one guy mm-hmm. has a security force, and he's security for Rick Ross. I don't know if you know okay. who that. Is. He's a rapper. He's mm-hmm. a rapper. Big time rapper. And some other big time okay. guys, I'm like, oh, okay, this is not a joke here. This is right. not, well, none of the stuff is ever a joke. I mean, I'm, I'm bringing all my equipment to do the, the uh, seminar, and I didn't need anything. They had, they had the wireless mic there. They had the cameras. They had everything. I was on screen, on a big screen, speaking. Mm-hmm. Now, if I wasn't okay. consistent with myself and discipline, I would have blew that off. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Well, I think I think Got just it? having a, like I was talking about before, you know, unexpected things happening. And I think right. um, by you having, you have to have a plan if you're not, when you have unexpected things that happen. That's something that I'm actually working on because a lot of times right. I get real frazzled when things don't, happen the way <laughs> the way I, I think it's supposed to happen. And um you gotta, you gotta I let go of that. Yeah, I think it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's but I consistent. think it's good that you have a plan. Um you had a plan in your mind. You had you had an intention in your mind. Your intention was to do this seminar. <laughs> um and right. you wasn't you wasn't expecting it. But you still went through. No, I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I wasn't expecting. Like, you know, I said, okay, I'm gonna do this seminar with a few guys. You know, I was thinking maybe ten people because that's what he said, ten people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was about three times that amount of people. Okay. So okay. So would you have to? Would you have to be understand what's one consistent thing about life? that it can be inconsistent or unexpected things will happen or change will happen, that's consistent about life. And you have to be consistent enough to be flexible to go with that change. That's the point I'm trying right. to make. And that's and you right. got and when you incorporate that with your children when you're teaching them, you gotta understand what they want at five years old is not the one what they want at ten years old and you have to be flexible mm-hmm. and consistent with understanding that you might have to change some things up. 
Right. And I think sometimes yeah, parents absolutely. struggle with that. They still treat their children like they're five years old when they're 10 and 15 right. years old. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You're absolutely right. I'm, I'm, and, I'm yeah. actually dealing with that now. <laughs> You know, with you know, pretty much I have adults, and I have to remind myself right. that every day. Like I, I, I actually have young adults. They're not, they're not little children anymore. So, right. So we have to understand that. Yes, you want a routine. Now, the routines you want to put in place is foundational routines about maybe good spending habits, good time management habits. You know, not being procrastinating. Uh, mm-hmm. good spiritual habits, those type of routines you want to put into place. So when things do get unexpected, they can always fall back on those things. Mm-hmm. You know, that foundation. So, and I think yeah. a lot of us suffered at a young age. I know I did from having a lifestyle of inconsistency as I was going growing up. You know, my father wanted to study mm-hmm. the Bible one week and the next week he wasn't doing it. Or then he jumped mm-hmm. back on it a month later and do it for two weeks and then he stopped. No real mm-hmm. consistency with certain things or the things that are important. You know, we need consistency on how to look at our money habits. Consistency right. on how to think good. You know, have good proper thinking. You know, those are the things we need consistency on because a lot of us don't have a, a foundation on how to process information properly. Right. We're processing You're right about that. We're processing information on a dysfunctional level. And that's why we have yeah. so much issues in our life because we don't know how to process information properly. Um, and that yeah. took me a while yeah, to I figure think, that out, you know. Yeah, I mean, it took me a while to figure that out, too. And um, I think childhood does play a role and how you were raised on, you know, how right. how we organize our time as adults. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I agree. I definitely that's, so agree that's why with it's that. good if you're going to homeschool, you get them early, and you can get them in there at routine. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think homeschooling really educates the parents just as much as it educates the child. I think it's whole it's oh, a holistic absolutely. approach to education. Absolutely. I mean our I feel like our children themselves um teach us. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, our children teach us a lot. So right. um the process of homeschooling um is definitely you know an educational it's educational. So I appreciate right. your support, Akeem. Thank you for calling in. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah you're I was welcome. I was going to um I was just gonna go over the shows that we have on the platform. Um the Bun Bay show every Monday at seven PM. Akeem L Truth Tuesday show every Tuesday at seven PM. Um, the mm-hmm. Solomon Temple show on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Tasia and Jessica show Divine Connection every Thursday at 7 p.m. And Akeem L. Jr. show on Friday or Saturday at 7 p.m. Um, do you want to say anything oh, else wow. about your show or about 
no, anything? No, no, no. Uh, they filmed the whole incident, so I'll probably be taking some of that footage and sharing it with my YouTube followers and on my other platforms. Oh, okay, so, okay. yeah, I'm on camera. I'll take it all. What's your YouTube? It's just Akeem L, right? Oh, uh, just Akeem L, yeah. Akeem L. Okay. All right. All right. Well, hopefully, well, hopefully show. they great put show. it um, on. Oh, thank you, thank you, Akeem. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, take care. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, I hope that um, you all have a blessed week. I hope you all join me next Sunday at seven p.m. Um, hope you have a happy Thanksgiving this coming week. Peace, everyone. <laughs>